1: Listen to The Butterfly King on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hey everybody, this is Babs. You know from the podcast Lady to Lady, the one you're about to listen to. Have you gotten tickets to our Zoom show this Sunday, October 4th yet? If you haven't, go grab them right now. Now, the show is on Zoom, so you have no excuse to miss it. It's this Sunday, the 4th at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern. French Stewart will be there doing stand-up comedy. We've got Tess's sister, Marlena Barker. She's doing sword swallowing, swallowing, very hard to say, and dancing. And our resident hunk, Ryan Nemeth, as always, will be there to do something hunky for you all. And we will have special guests, surprises, and it's just going to be a blast. We do lady problems. We hang out we just have such a great time it's a really cool opportunity for us to see you guys as well and we're just really excited about it so get your tickets right now if you go to URL l 2 l OCT4, like L2L October 4th. You can get your tickets or just go to our Twitter or our Instagram. The links are there in our profiles. Um, it's 10 bucks, And if you're a Patreon member, you can get a discount. So go to patreon.com to see what that discount is. We also have a VIP option where we have a after hangout lounge. I think we're going to be doing tarot card readings. That's going to be a blast, too, if you want to do that. And we just can't wait to see you all. So go get your tickets right now, and please enjoy this fun episode with Khalees Hawkins. I'm Babs Gray, and I'm sick and tired of not partying so much that I get sick and tired. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm Brandy Posey, and I saw the best butts of my generation destroyed by fourth meal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm Tess Barker, and it's unhealthy to have less than a dozen vices. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. We got
2: Barbara Brandy, and of course Tess. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies. Ladies and ladies, Ba-da-da-da. welcome to the show, everybody. Hell yeah! We're so excited to be here with you today. We have a hilarious guest. We're so excited to have her on. She's got her debut comedy album that just came out called "Kalise Hawkins is Forty AF." She's been on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon and Russell Simmons presents Live at the El Rey Kalise Hawkins. <laughs> Yeah. And welcome to the show. <laughs> the crowd goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for doing the show.
3: Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for... Uh, being patient with the scheduling, because holy crap, man, pandemic scheduling is wild. <laughs> I know. Uh,
1: yeah, for sure. you got to really make sure you put a couple hours every day just to stare into the void on the calendar. Um, <laughs> and for sure,
2: <laughs> <laughs> It helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, it is interesting, because it's like, it, you know, for a minute, it felt like nobody was doing anything, and now thing, everything's getting back to, like, okay, we have to, like, still attempt to accomplish these careers that we're trying to do, but Working around this crazy shit is a lot. So we all did it. We're here. Yeah. We're talking over over the series of tubes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. The internet's working for us. Cleese, how stoked are you that you got uh, to record something in front of an audience uh, before audiences went extinct?
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> the timing was incredible because I really wanted to get this album out, and I, I got so lucky. Mm-hmm. I got so lucky because right afterwards um, – Everything was shut down. I even have a friend who's like, you know, I got tested for COVID and I had it that night. And I'm like, ah! Oh my,
0: gosh. <laughs> oh my
3: gosh. You were really oh cutting way. it right to the edge. <laughs> wow. I'm like, thank you for sitting in the back.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and not laughing at any of my
3: <laughs> <laughs> not drizzling into it? the air. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Where did you record it at? I recorded at the Brooklyn House of Comedy. oh Oh, nice hell yeah (laughs) yeah they have a great like they have a great room because the acoustics are really good and there's so much room to have it full but if you have any kind of capacity going on it's a full sound so that's why i wanted to be there it was intimate yeah that's awesome that's awesome
0: (laughs) well congratulations that's it's got to be such a good feeling to like how long were you working on the material that you ended up putting on the album
3: oh my god this material has been since the beginning of my career like I never really <laughs> I never really um, I've never really developed a lot of new I guess I have I guess I've moved on from set to set to set but you kind of get you know how you kind of get your closing crutches and your opening crutches and then yeah. you just cycle through a different material as totally. your daughter gets older and then she does <laughs> new funny things <laughs>
2: So, that was just me, but through different boyfriends. So. Yeah, exactly. Different
0: things that you're taking care of.
3: Yeah. So, but for the actual recording, I, I, I tried to work on it for a few months before, but, you know, then you're you're in love with a set because an audience liked it that day. And then you're like, uh-oh, it didn't work again. And yeah. I this has happened traditionally. Every time I've ever tried to change my set order for a new thing I'm taping, I'm, like, so excited about the new order. And then by the time the taping comes up, the, the new order I'm doing feels really clunky and weird. And like, it looks like the audience is like, what do you do? Do you do comedy? What are you doing? Like, cause yeah. I've tried, like, it's like, I've made this narrative. I've woven this story for them. Ooh, yeah. what have I got to tell you? It started, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it started in Springfield, Illinois. And then it's like, they don't want to hear like a linear story. You got to no. tell the comedy the way the comedy comes out. So then by the day of the taping, I The night before, I had a really great set, and it was based off of my original set, mm-hmm. and it was all my best jokes. So, you know, the 15 minutes, my hottest, newest 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just doing that, and then I'm doing the rest afterwards. I can't yeah. risk nice. starting an hour and them going, are you, what? What's this about? So who cares, you know? So I just yeah. started with my strongest stuff, and I actually spent that whole day – going over and over this brand new set list mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you I, I used my set list during the recording I figured nobody would oh. see it it's an yeah, album I
2: did, I did that for mine Ab- yeah. oh, okay, absolutely, good. absolutely. I, I'm not going to risk forgetting like a big
0: no, thing no I mean it's your ability it. to memorize things doesn't make you any more or less funny
2: yeah <laughs> god
3: <laughs> Yeah. it's <laughs> getting worse
0: and worse oh yeah absolutely
1: yeah, I, if, yeah, yeah. if
2: listeners uh, I don't you know sometimes listeners don't, might not know this about stand up but like it is a thing people say if you bring up your set list on stage it's like I'm professional and I get it for maybe a showcase thing for yeah, 10 minutes or course. something but for an hour of recording a special oh, you want to make sure you don't fucking forget something yeah, and, yeah. It, and you
3: know what made me comforted is finding out that they use like um, if they record a special on TV they use a mm-hmm. prompter they have yeah they have maybe verbatim. Some of them use it verbatim, but some of them have like bullet points, and that would have been awesome for this. I'm, but, um, I'm gonna
2: start doing that when I do stand up again, just in person. I'm hiring somebody. to Yeah, <laughs> so I don't forget all my shit. <laughs> just have a prompter standing there. Well,
0: it's just this. You already have so many. Like you're trying to be in the moment and actually let the joke play out in an organic way. You're trying to like vibe with the audience. Like adding that extra layer of like what comes next is just not necessary.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's like ultimately what's more distracting, like you like glancing at a thing while they're laughing to see what the next thing is, or you taking a minute to be like, oh fuck, what was it gonna be next?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, like
1: that's always gonna be way worse.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and yes. honestly, I've, I've never really had an opportunity to be sorry to have like a 45 minutes an hour set mm-hmm. consistently. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a New York comedy club like comic, yeah. so yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do seven minutes here, 12 minutes there, 15 minutes mm-hmm. there, but. I don't know how to do an hour. So it was a lot. It was a lot of pressure. And then I had to do it twice. You know what I mean? Like you got to get that safety album recorded. And by the second time I was up there, I was just like, did I say this already? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, do you guys,
2: does this sound familiar? This is like deja vu. Oh my God. (laughs) I would totally do that. I, yeah. I recorded an album, but I only did once. I'm like, I would definitely be like, wait, you guys said heard this joke already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and is your daughter old enough? Does she come watch you do stand up?
3: Um, she has. And she is old enough. I believe she is old enough now. I didn't mm-hmm. do that until she was like 12. I took it to like a couple of shows recently. Um, and, yeah, I guess she's, like, she can stomach it now. I remember when she was younger, she was like, you're mean. That's so mean. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't jokes about her. She like, why are you saying that about people? And I was like, oh, my God.
1: What are you going to cancel me? <laughs> it happened to me. I was canceled by my own daughter.
3: Yeah. She's writing a secret Reddit blog. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I doxed my mom. You live there, too. Yeah, we're
3: both good. <laughs> We should both be terrified. <laughs> Don't you know this is how
2: I pay rent with these jokes? Come on. Yeah. I I did find that like to be weird as, yeah, as living in a big city where you do just get sets that are 7 or 10 minutes and stuff because building an hour is really tough. And I realized that. I'm like, oh, I wonder what kind of comic I would be if I was used to doing long sets. You know what I mean? If yeah. I was used to doing 45 minutes every night compared to These showcasings it's just interesting to think about that, like how differently things may have formed.
0: I mean, it's just hard to develop, like, long, long. I think that's why you end up having just your closer or whatever, because, like, to do, like, develop a six minute joke when you have eight minutes, it's like, all right, hi, how you guys doing? Anyway, you know, and you start (laughs) uh, immediately with the choreography. It's like, (laughs) exactly.
3: And in an hour, and in an hour, nobody wants to hear 30 second jokes. They want to hear a long formed, like mm-hmm. concept that leads them on a journey. They want to hear you go somewhere with what you're talking about. But in this right, hub, yeah, yeah. the attention span is like, hurry up and say something else. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Same thing with like yeah. bars too. I think bars are really hard to do long or like rowdy bar shows. Cause like, oh, it, yeah,
2: you're just yeah. like
0: tap dancing
2: in the corner. Like <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen to anything <laughs> I say for the love
0: of God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's how I ended up being so dirty is just from doing those shows. Cause it was just like, listen to me. Boops. Boob, sex. Hi, hey, over here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Pussy, 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 pussy. Anyway, I have some thoughts about the economy.
3: <laughs> yeah. Bait and switch. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I
2: love That's it. exciting, though. Do you feel like, so have you, you know, moved on from that material now? Or, like, oh God, or I guess how I do was, you feel about it? See, that was the
3: plan, you know? That was like, that was the challenge I was giving myself was, I'm going to put this all in one place. And yeah. I'm going to try to, like, march forward, and I'm not going to say any of those jokes again. And then everything shut down. Yeah. Like, I, I would love to be at open mics right now just bombing my butt off, you know? I would love to, like, be working on that <laughs> yeah. new material. Yes. Because I started to feel like a fraud by doing the same. There's something about the repetitiveness of doing the same material, even though you're getting paid and there's a pressure of getting paid for it too. It's like, Mm -hmm. you want to do your best jokes if you're getting paid because you can't really, there's no wiggle room. I I still have that PTSD from starting comedy. I'm, I'm almost 17 years in. And Mm -hmm. when you're the only woman on the lineup, 17 years ago, if you Mm -hmm. bomb, they're like, it wasn't like, Hey, so um, I guess you had a tough night. It was how dare you do that on my stage? Mm-hmm. You, you're mm-hmm. a girl. You shouldn't even be here. I gave you a shot. It was so harsh, so mm-hmm. cruel. Cool. So yeah, I was like, "You're never ended. getting
2: booked again. They're never booking a woman
3: again." You represent yeah. everyone. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. How, I don't know how long you guys have been doing this, but they had to tell you. They had to tell you. I've had bookers that had to tell me, "You're a dime a dozen. You're, you're par for the course." I've heard all that hacky material before. It's like, just say I'm not ready. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I all this extra to- stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're being a little personal considering there's 10 dudes in the corner that you could say the exact same thing to, but you hang out with them and they get booked all the time.
0: Yeah,
3: and it's this this
0: (laughs) condescension that would come with it, too, that they needed to explain to you as if you didn't arrive at this place by already doing sets other places. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I know how crowds work. Thank
2: you. Yeah. Like...
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Well,
2: I totally get that. Obviously, I mean, that's why we rely on old stuff because you're like, I find this pressure to, you know, do... Mm -hmm this joke and I mean I have a fucking you know joke about a fog machine being under my bed that I've been doing for a decade and now that we're in Zoom I just bought a fog machine and I use it but whatever I I I just have added props to the old yeah,
3: yeah (laughs) Yeah. I mean (laughs) I
1: think I think you know, here's the thing, Carrot Top 1, we're all becoming prop
3: comics, I think. It's true. <laughs> I know. I mean, how many hats have you changed into? Like, look at this hat. Look at this. Exactly. <laughs> I've always shown everybody how big this bear, look at my bear. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's like from your house. It's like, I don't know. I don't want to say the same old shit. Here's a knife. It's crazy.
2: <laughs> we're all doing what we can, okay? Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Man, how's how's quarantine been for you? We were uh, with your daughter.
2: And-
3: uh,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> I think being a very intensely antisocial, insecure, shy personality, the mm. first leg of quarantine was such a relief. I didn't have to have an mm-hmm. excuse not to come out. I didn't have to, you know, mm-hmm. hide from anybody. It was just like we're all we're all inside. Okay. All right, yeah. and um, and then you know, as it drags on, I, I I know I can sit in my room and stare at four walls, but my kid is a different person than me, and now I'm seeing her being affected by not mm-hmm. being able to be social, and I want to cry because it's I don't it's so hard to watch a child lose all the control over their reality. Yeah, and so. I am, I think like through seeing her struggle with it, it has put me back into kind of a, uh, I'm triggered back when I was young and, I, and now I'm going through all of this like stress of the unknown and, because I think the way that I'm a mom is very empathetic, you know, it's empathy filled. It's mm-hmm. how would I have liked my mom to act in this moment? How, how do I want you to feel about yourself? How would I have liked to feel about myself at your age? And when I see her, like, like there was, there was like, she had this bet with herself, like, I'm not going out for the whole quarantine. And I was like, okay, cool, all right, cool. And then I realized she was afraid of COVID. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And so I don't want to like talk too much about her stuff because I, I've also learned that's a new boundary I got to give her. Mm-hmm. But like you know, to just end it with, uh, it's been hard for us.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. Com- and mean- as a unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, the kid stuff, like, I was FaceTiming with my niece and she started kindergarten on fucking Zoom. Like, her mm-hmm. whole life, that's always going to be her memory of the first day of school. A wow. goddamn laptop.
3: Yeah. Like, that really weird. got
0: to me. It was just like shit. Like, we at least are adults and we've been through other bullshit. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, yeah, it's just gnarly to think about yeah young people navigating
3: this just- i saw my neighbor walking his child and i don't even know if the kid is pre maybe he's preschool age i don't know but he had him in a backpack walking down the street and then walking back home and i was like oh are you just giving him like you know you know ritual because they need that they need ritual yeah. they need comfort they need familiarity mm-hmm. um but but the the, the The good part is that now that she's back in school and she is, my kid's 13 and she, this is like, she sees people doing this online all the time. She sees YouTube videos and she watches reaction videos. So it's familiar to her. And now that she has to communicate with her friends this way, it's brightening her up. Like I can see Mm -hmm. her coming back. I can see her, you know, being herself again. I can see her, you know, happy to be with her friends again. So thank God for zoom. Thank God that we have technology in this pandemic
0: seriously seriously yeah i mean and i think also like there i i I could see this kind of transforming obviously it's transforming the way that we currently work but i think that if you're a kid who grew up with this kind of work situation then you're going to be even more self-sufficient in your work life moving forward because you learn how to like have boundaries at home and how to work from home and how to be focused on this when it's this time and that when it's that time you know Mm -hmm.
3: oh yeah
0: i agree
1: Yeah. yeah absolutely but man i I remember when I went to kindergarten, I had a really good first day, but I remember coming home and for some reason, I don't think I understood that school wasn't optional. I remember coming home and being like, yeah, that was <laughs> really fun, but I preferred being home. So let's, <laughs> let's, uh, le- I think, I think I'll stay here tomorrow. Like I, <laughs> I had to have it explained to me that that's just what I had to do every day for the next 18 years. And I was like,
0: oh, bummer. <laughs>
1: oh I thought I thought it was my choice whether or not this happened oh I guess and like I loved school but it was I just remember the shock of being like oh I don't get to just not do that again
2: wow that's so funny that's hilarious yeah yeah I I really feel for kids trying to go through this right now and just like I feel lucky that I'm past the phase of you know I mean, my opening joke was about partying stuff, but also I'm just glad I'm, like, in my 30s and, like, am more antisocial and just kind of, like, used to not wanting to go do shit that much as much as I used to now. So it really makes me crave it, but I'm not, like... I am, you know, feel lucky that I don't have to, like... Mm-hmm. irish goodbye a bunch of parties anymore
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite the irish goodbye but i love i'm irish God, so yeah. awkward though that i'll be in a group of people and i want to go and i'll go irish goodbye
2: <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's perfect you're calling it out but you're still just like it is what it is yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I have to irish goodbye because i also have this weird social thing where like if one person sees me saying goodbye to them then i have to say goodbye to everyone
3: yes yeah exactly and it feels That's uncomfortable you might get yeah. caught back up
0: oh yeah no you just gotta get the fuck out of there and also no one cares but i do miss <laughs> yeah. but those are the friendships that i miss though too because like my really tight homies like i'm still talking to but like i'm kind of yeah. missing like the people that i would irish
3: goodbye yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> people who know like yeah tess is gone she's home where'd tess go she must be home <laughs> she's
2: she <laughs> i just like started getting really as i get older like my my threshold for like being in social situations gets to z- goes from 100 to zero very fast mm-hmm. so when i get to zero i'm like I'm out. Like I can't finish it. No more conversations. Nothing will happen. I have to leave. Yeah. So it's just like I'm always so
3: uncomfortable that I'll, like I have little tactics. Like one of them is I'll go in the bathroom and I'll just look in the mirror and I'll just go okay, count down. How long does it take to pee? You just give yourself, <laughs> give yourself a little break, and then they, three, two, one, flush. Okay, get back out
2: there. Let's see if it's better this time. <laughs> I feel like we've all done, yeah, the pee pep talk. If it's a real pee or a fake pee. Yeah. Sometimes just,
0: you need a breather. You
2: need a there. Yeah. yeah. That didn't really work.
0: I think that's why I like dance parties, too, is because, like, you can socialize without talking.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that is yeah. true. hmm Yeah. Yeah, I just can't tell. I don't think I'm missing, the, like, the Irish goodbye people. I just don't like the people I just didn't have anything to say to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I miss, th- I'm even missing them. I am. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I can't wait to get planted on
1: someday by somebody that I want to get away from. I who knew oh, I would
3: miss that. God. Oh God! I forgot about some that. i neighborly stuff like that. I'll walk around the neighborhood and I'll see somebody who is just a fixture in the neighborhood, and I'm. It's like, ha! sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I just. I remember you. you used to be there before, and now I'm out again. And <laughs> there you are. There you yeah. are. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Irish Goodbye.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean that's the problem with Zooms. There is no. You have to make a formal goodbye. Exactly. <laughs> you can't just slam. Oh my God. And I know. I know it's gonna happen again this time. But
3: my my like you'll be having so much fun with people who you barely talk to. Like I barely yeah, talked to yeah. you guys, and I'm yeah. having so much fun. And it, and at the end, the sign off is, Oh my God, thank you so much, Colise. Thank you so much for being here. Oh my God, this is amazing. And then press record okay record so and he's like I gotta go I gotta go bye and it's just <laughs> that was so that wasn't for me that was for that was for them
2: well we've we're been we're performers baby <laughs> yeah yeah well
3: most of
1: our episodes have generally been like really fun and at the end we'll be like but okay we stopped recording how are you really
3: doing what's going
1: on <laughs> not entertaining part how are you
3: doing? yeah check in let's check in yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i'm actively looking for a therapist i'm actively looking for a therapist I'm seeing mine again on Zoom for
1: the first time. It's pretty it's pretty fun. Um she gets to see my house. She goes into her office though, so I don't get to see what her house looks like yet and it feels like the power balance is off. I would like to know what her home looks
3: like. Yeah, <laughs> she can see She can a have a Zoom background of like a a couch there and just be like, "Yeah, me too, bitch." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the wall is up.
1: <laughs> Yeah, what a, what am I fighting everything? You know this though. <laughs> Waste my money. <laughs> it's pretty good though.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um we uh, we have to take a break. We'll be back. I, I couldn't do that in a smooth way. I think you nailed. Irish goodbye.
0: Irish goodbye.
3: <laughs> Irish goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, welcome back to lady to lady i'm brandy i'm babs i'm tess and we here with Khalees. I'm Khalees. <laughs> and we all I'm just sat here. silently there for
2: five minutes um saying nothing to each other so now we're back <laughs> yeah on the show <laughs> podcast Damn. magic yeah did you calice did you ever have a myspace page oh my god yeah be... oh, okay yeah, oh, yeah i used to love did like you... the
3: ranking i used to take it so seriously i'm like you're in my top eight and you need to know that that requires that, you know, that that means that you have to be in touch with me. I need to know like that we're here.
2: Oh yeah. The top eight were like people you had on speed dial. Yeah. It was was very uh,
0: political.
3: Like are you (laughs)
2: interacting with me? Do I know
3: you? Yeah. And, and, and you know what else I thought was so important is the song. Yes. Yes.
2: Oh yeah. Like the song
3: will tell them like, if you come to my page, you know who the fuck I am by this song.
2: Yes. (laughs)
3: Do you remember what you had on yours? Oh, always counting crows. Mr. Yes. Oh. That's Mr. Jones your song? me. Yeah. I wanna be a big star. And I don't know why. And I don't know how. And everybody love me. <laughs> I will never be lonely. That's my whole anthem. I'm <laughs> pathetic. I am so pathetic, you guys. I love it. I no, that's such album. a good walk up song. So I could do podcasts. <laughs> 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 I have no one to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is perfect. We're friends right. inside yeah. of your computer. We're, we're your top three right now currently. Yeah, so, oh, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Zoom's definitely <laughs> brought back the top eight in a big
2: way. So <laughs>
1: this
0: is a quiz that's from MySpace. When
1: you think of your MySpace... When it my now
3: take Please, what's your favorite candle scent? Ooh, that's good. <laughs> that's a good one. I yeah. like um, the breeze, like the linen breeze thing, like the oh. linen. Mm. It's cotton. Yeah, it's like cotton linen yeah, yeah it's like those, clean mm-hmm. that's my favorite those clean linen scents yeah
0: yeah. that's refreshing mm, nice summer yeah. scent mm-hmm. they start we're starting to get into the uh the pumpkin candle season <laughs> everything's got a lot of <laughs> cinnamon in it yeah, yeah. but so, it's yeah. like hot in la and i've got pumpkin candles it makes no sense <laughs> i know
2: i haven't like got, i haven't started doing any holiday decorating because it just feels weird but I was like, fuck it. I mean, it's assuming we're still going to be in quarantine near yep. the holidays, which I think we will. I'm going to go hard. I'm going yeah. hard this year.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, have you seen the masks that are like Iron Man masks? and? Like, oh, no.
2: Oh, that's a good idea. That's That's awesome. a good idea, right? That's really good.
3: I'm going to do a couple of wardrobe it. changes. i my I face. love it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs>
1: that's awesome. <laughs> Man, I just bought a cinnamon broom for the first time. Oh, that's Love possessed. a cinnamon broom. It smells delightful in here. Yes. Wait, my my trailer park is actually going to have a um a house decorating contest uh Ooh. this year since we're all stuck inside oh, so that's fun. yeah so whoever has the best decorated they, they said the fall harvest decorating contest i was like halloween it's bitch halloween. shut on. up <laughs>
3: that's, so this this apartment that's a trailer yeah yeah my best yeah, friend in sixth grade lived in a really fancy trailer and it's like they're they're grounded to the ground right there's like yeah, yeah. they don't move mm-hmm. and they had like a duck pond and i was like oh my god i oh my god i love trailers I, I love them. <laughs> Our trailer park
1: is it's a blast. There's like 33 houses in it. It's like real small. We're all buddies with each other. They're so but beautiful.
3: Yeah. They're so yeah. well made.
1: No, honestly, they really like they're I've have had zero problems with my place. I fucking love it. We just had an earthquake last week and it just like moved a little bit. Nothing fell over. It's mm-hmm. perfect. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It was just rocking and rolling a little bit. But yeah, we're going to we're going to uh, kick everyone's ass in this house decorating contest mm-hmm. pretty excited. Well,
0: I am excited to walk the dogs by your trailer park. Brandy and I are neighbors. <laughs> yeah
2: (laughs) you're gonna how heavy skeleton I feel like it's gonna be very skeleton oh yeah I mean I got a lot of skeletons uh, (laughs) inside (laughs) and outside of the closets so hello
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah well it's gonna be fun me and Anna have already already started talking we're gonna have like a Dia de los Muertos theme outside it's gonna be good we're gonna have like an ofrenda like underneath of our TV which is gonna be super cool so I'm, I'm. We're we're gonna win that hundred dollar Target gift card.
0: Yes. That's huge. Come into
1: this house.
0: Oh wait, so <laughs> is the inside in play,
1: or that's just for you guys? I think that's just for us. But we, okay. you know, we're gonna go outside. We want to do the whole thing. Yeah, great, love it.
2: Yeah, I, I live up such a big hill that it doesn't get like a lot of action, you know, walking mm-hmm. by. But I'm like, I don't care. I'm just gonna go for it this year. I'll put out my sad little bowl of candies, even oh, though, yeah. really, you know, are they gonna let oh, kids come around? You think? No. I don't really, I don't they, think so. They already, so.
0: they already, uh, did they put the, the kibosh on? Yeah, that? they
3: already put the kibosh. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna miss that part because in this area it's all stoops, and so when mm-hmm. you come around oh, and, and and they give the candy off the stoops, they'll like this area is like cute. Like I, I basically live in like a slum lore apartment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and yeah. everything else is so beautiful. And <laughs> they live in brownstones and they sit on their porch and they'll give you a glass of wine. Like
2: oh, is a glass of wine and
3: they'll give the kids. It, it's just so cute. I love it.
2: I love that.
3: Not this I remember, year. remember.
2: Yeah. yeah. One year I wanted to go with my boyfriend around to like bring beer, like to like trade and see what they would, If they would give us beers or something Or like invite us in I guess I'm going to have to like Try and do this in the future Post Yeah Post quarantine But that's a really cute idea I like giving the parents a treat
3: I hope my landlord never hears me Call him a slum more He's the sweetest I mean I couldn't live here If he wasn't like not fixing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can afford it if he fixed it. I hope he
2: understands that this is a mutually like beneficial relationship. Like, right. You're like, well I won't mention anything about this if you don't mention anything about this. No, yeah. there is
0: there is that kind of gentleman's agreement in a lot of apartments. It's like we both yeah. know we're getting a good deal here, you yeah. know.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hot water is questionable, but also I can afford my bills. It's great. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Does your
2: landlord listen to all the podcasts you come on? I just know? thought of it just now
3: like I just <laughs> thought of it just now I was like I just hope he doesn't <laughs> because I really love him and you know mm-hmm. I just well hope then he you never just made hears up for this. it it's
2: great yeah that's why I did that <laughs> I remember one time but also I can as a landlord especially if you're a nice guy too like I'm sure the last thing you want to be called is a slumlord I remember one time my dad is a lawyer and I called him an ambulance chaser and oh he got so,
3: <gasps> so mad <laughs>
2: I know. So like, My mom's a cop
3: mad. and I was like, defund her. And she was like, bitch. <laughs> She's retired. And I called her up and I said, no more you. No more you. I'm <laughs> defunding my mom.
0: <laughs> I defunded my mom for a good 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Khalees, favorite <laughs> beverage that isn't water
3: favorite beverage that isn't water because i mean that's easy easily an alcohol thing but i'm having problems with that so i'm gonna let that go for now i would
0: say
3: (laughs) oh man i guess i'm just gonna have to go with jameson dang it dang it
0: i mean look it's the perfect whiskey it's it? delicious.
3: I love I got, it. Yeah, I gotta dump it out. It's it's all over my apartment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just get one right off camera.
2: Perfect. A little taste. Jameson's <laughs> it's like it's so once you because once you get used to drinking whiskey and stuff it is the best and it's so sweet it's like a very sweet whiskey. it's sweet but it's not like too sweet mm-hmm. like it's yeah
0: sweet but Chris because like whiskey's like Jim like American whiskey's like Jim Beam and Jack Daniels those to me are like too sweet
3: mm-hmm. and yeah totally. Jameson those are very gives me like, happy sugary. cheeks like yeah like like oh, I'm yeah. like I'm like it's like a Botox for cheeks it's like I'm like Guys,
2: everybody. <laughs> I mean whiskey makes me a freak so my boyfriend knows to watch out if- <laughs> that was one of
0: the first before Sean and I were dating we were at like a birthday party at the cat and fiddle and he offered to buy me a drink and he's like what do you want and I was like Jameson rocks and he looked at me like what because that's what he drinks, oh, too. It's
3: yes. so.
0: the best drink. It's the best drink. You don't that's need so to bad. add I'm anything. I'm mad at it right
3: now. I'm mad at mm. it. It's like, yeah. It's, yeah. you know, the last time we were together was horrible. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm right. like, sure. I need it's- some space. You need to give me some quarantine distance because you are not good for me.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what's not fair. Is we, it can't take space. from like We have to take the space. That's not fair. It it's should do the work, fair. too.
0: Yeah, Jameson should go check into a fucking Airbnb for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you take seriously. a weekend off. Have Six either of you guys, have you guys fucked with the Jameson Cold Brew yet? What? I heard of that. I
3: did hear of that. I did not. But know I that was existed. on the wagon at the time. Mm. Uh, yeah,
0: I only know about it because my husband watches a lot of sports, so I see all the commercials for the new alcohols.
3: That's uh, like a horrible idea, by the way. <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> like yeah, no Are i'm not kidding aren't they like not even allowed to put booze and caffeine together after uh, the four loco fiasco four loco?
0: i don't yeah. know jameson is going there i don't know if it's actually caffeinated but if it's not it makes me want to get a cold brew and put whiskey in it because that's a great idea irish i mean whiskey. yeah
2: it's just a. I, I mean it's I a cold irish, irish coffee yeah yeah uh, irish yeah, coffee yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah
3: i'm down if you yeah. have a sensitive um chemistry though that's putting you in overdrive it's really risky yeah that's, really
0: a risky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a it lot is. for the system. It is. I will say one of my favorite things about myself is that like not in terms of the effects of the alcohol or the caffeine, but I have like such a strong stomach. Like I can drink anything spicy, anything acidic, anything. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on I'm on good ground there. Oh, but, yeah. But- I'm a trash. I'm a trash can. Put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Doesn't matter. laughs>
1: It's the, it's the first line to uh, your autobiography. I'm a trash yeah. can. Put it in me. I
2: like the flux capacitor. I run better on garbage. It's actually, yeah. It? 1.21 gigawatts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's, oh, wait. I thought I had a good one. What's the first amusement park you've been to?
3: First amusement park probably was like a Six Flags. Mm-hmm and Are you from, where did you where did you grow up i'm from springfield illinois oh okay. land of lincoln <laughs> so oh, well. probably six flags just riding roller coaster rides yeah i was like i'm the kind of kid that would go up all the way to the top and then go nah and then just walk right back down the stairs <laughs> i would have i didn't know it then but i was probably having panic attacks at a young age and i just had no idea i was just like no, this is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. You're all stupid. I'm out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a lot of like coercion that goes into getting kids to go on scary rides. And I've done it with my nieces because I feel mm-hmm. like to a certain extent it's good for you, but oh, you're yeah. right. What if they, what if they are having a panic attack and you just need to respect that?
3: Yeah. And yeah. And now, and now you say that I definitely have been in a water park where I've just been like, come on, Asha, you gotta go. You gotta go. And you're right. And I just didn't even, I just didn't even consider that. Maybe it was just not time. We should go back to the baby pool for just a, just another year or so. Right. Um, yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's true. Yeah. Because I, I I get this. I have this fear of heights. Have you ever, like, been at a balcony and then you look over the balcony and then there's this, like, feeling in your knees where you're like, it would be yes. better if I was down there. Mm-hmm. I should jump. <laughs> <laughs> I need down, I need down, yeah. I need down. It's like a, it's a, like irrational fear that you're like, yes. down, down now. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I want to be on the Your bottom. Knee, my knees, like, vibrate. <laughs>
2: no, I have that exact same thing. It Like, it hits my body. Yeah. Yeah, that just
0: happened to me. We were on a hike in Big Sur. And, like, you know sometimes when you're on a hike and there's, like, a creek and there's a log going over it that you could, like, mm-hmm. use to cross? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought I was being like a daredevil, and like I was like I'm gonna cross this log. And like three feet in, I was like, "Fuck no, nope, turn around, get over here." And like I just I, same thing, like something just overcame me, and I was like, "I'm gonna purposely like fall off this log or something." Like
2: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that same like driving thing when you're like, I could just drive into this, you know, cliff uh, or whatever yeah. in, into this cliff, into this <laughs> cliff, just <laughs> you drive off into of this cliff. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: absolutely. Yeah, it's um,
2: a, yeah.
3: Oh yeah, like especially in California, I. Like driving up those hills, like trying to get from one place to the other and they make you go through a mountain, I would be so pissed. I'd be like, please figure out a way for me to go around this mountain because the edge of the Mm -hmm. mountain is right by death. You know what I mean? It's like Mm -hmm. my car and then there's like nothing and, and you got to turn and there's nothing. There's not even a fence there. And just like the thought going through my mind is I could just go off this cliff. How how are not more people, how are, how aren't there more people just driving off cliffs I know those yeah. guardrails do not seem, like, big enough. Just no. is in it.
0: <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> There's a hill by where Babs lives that's so steep that when you drive up it, you can't see the top of it. I so, hate like, that. I hate it it's a hell so of a thing. much. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. yeah.
3: They're so used to it, though.
0: You guys are not from here,
3: obviously, right?
2: Yeah. No, I'm from here. I'm from here. There's a few that
0: will still get you, though, (laughs) out here.
1: Just in a
2: stick shift, I'm like, woo! (laughs) How are we going
0: to do that? (laughs) I think it's because I have a stick shift, too, and it's like, I legitimately might go backwards right now. So Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm honestly impressed by people. The how few accidents actually happen in a lot of those places, though. It's like everyone really like click like clicks into full focus in that moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm
3: I have will. To Google it I w- now.
2: Yeah, I will say that like driving around right now when there's so few cars in LA is worse because people oh. like have. I yeah. think people, well, people are driving like shit, like always, Yeah. but there's just more room for them to drive like shit, so they're yeah. driving faster, and they're being, like, bigger assholes, yeah. and I'm just like, fuck mm-hmm. you, like, stop, there's not, there's no buffer zone for all of us to, like, protect each other. Uh, yeah, I, like I wish that.
3: There... I like being stuck in traffic, too, for that same reason. I like everybody mm-hmm. to be Yeah. Regiment. there's nowhere yeah. you can go, bumper to bumper. You can't
2: speed, you can't, whatever. You can't hurt yeah. me yeah. if there's all these like,
3: cars surrounding me.
2: Right.
0: i'm such a grandma driver like i very rarely exceed the speed limit and i I feel like that should be my right but i can't tell you guys how often i get tailgated cut off flipped off it's like
2: i there should be a separate wo- road where you can just drive slow if you want well mm-hmm. oh, I, I do too just because my car sucks but it's not like i'm i'm going the speed limit it's just people are fucking assholes yeah i'm such a careful <laughs> nervous driver me people too people will- People will
3: drive up and honking and they're mad and they're through the window. I'm like, I know, right? What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) Just like giving the thumbs up. Yeah, good
0: (laughs) job, good job.
3: I don't know how to do this more. (laughs) And and in LA, I'm so GPS. Like, I don't know where those turns are. Those highways, it's like a left turn off the highway, a right turn off the highway. It's like, Mm -hmm. it looks like a Dr. Seuss puzzle. It's like crazy. And (laughs) I need to know a thousand feet before where the turn's coming. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's got to be overwhelming if you're not used to it. Mm-hmm. Because you got to get through like several lanes of traffic in order to oh get over God. there and
3: oh, yeah. panic attacks.
0: Yeah. 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 Like, like I my mean,
3: boyfriend and I were long distance for a while and he would visit me in LA. And we learned very quickly I couldn't pick him up from the airport because we would have a whole bad trip because it would be like, because he would be so happy to see me and I'd be like, shh. <laughs> 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 And so from then on, he would Uber because then I would just be relaxed and hello, instead of Mm -hmm. him being like, what's up, what's up, what's up? And I'm like, please let me just concentrate. You're
2: you're like, (laughs) we're going to (laughs) die. I
0: I think (laughs) one of the most realistic scenes, like of any Los Angeles movie, is the freeway scene in Clueless. Oh, oh
3: yeah i love Brittany yeah. murphy Brittany murphy is one of the only know, celebrities i've ever uh, like had had like a breakdown over when she died i had a like a uh, huge was breakdown so
0: sad dude did you watch that like trashy documentary that came out a few months ago about her Mm-mm. No. oh you guys have to watch this documentary oh, no. it, i mean her mom it, is
3: kind of like not the best is no, it like they
0: the kind of make, make a case that the mom might have had something to do with it.
3: Do, here's the thing, though. Oh. That's what I thought all along. And I hate this. I, I, You know, she's a real person. I hope she doesn't listen to it. I hope she's not my landlord. And, <laughs> <laughs> like, as soon as it happened and then it happened to her boyfriend, I was like, her mom was a stage mom. Her mom was very controlling. Her mom was very, like, on top of all her stuff. And mm-hmm. she comes back and she somehow dies of this weird metal poisoning. And then he dies, too. And I'm like man what it
2: was so it's
0: fishy. definitely fi- yeah it's, yeah. Really it's so fishy. fishy and supposedly after britney died the mom and the boyfriend were sharing a bed what yep whoa so yep. did she did she live with them before yes or she they like, all which oh, is okay. already weird right like yeah. yeah uh and i don't know i mean i get, you know grief does weird things to people but i think it's weird to share a bed with your daughter's boyfriend your husband Where, who has that information um i forget but it was like someone legitimate in the. i mean it was it might have even been her i think she might have like in an interview even said it was her but she was like oh we would just comfort each other in bed yeah Yeah. not with your mother-in-law no (laughs) (laughs) no Uh. it's just fishy yeah that case has not been properly investigated and i know we have a lot of things to do as a country but
3: yeah. Redemption
2: for Brittany Murphy is one I believe. Yeah. I have also, a cat named
3: Murphy because of Brittany Murphy.
2: You do? Aw, <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. I just and, feel like three she really.
3: <laughs> you have four cats? Yeah. I, I try to get Murphy a friend, and it spiraled. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how does it? How does it? Is it going? Because like my cat is just such a like I'm the only cat, you know. So I want to get him friends, but I feel like he's too you know. Uh, oh, no, they need territorial. I
3: think they need each other, even if they're being at each other's throats. They need they need that, like, communication. And I think it's better to start with a kitten, because it's easier, because the kitten is so loving. If you mm-hmm. have an older cat, the kitten is, that's what's happened, is I got a, like, a mature, young cat, mm-hmm. uh and they, he was too much. Like, she wanted to be friends and he was too much. Then I got two little baby kittens, and the baby kittens are just flopping all over him. He's like, ugh, ugh. And It took a year before I saw the kitten licking him and he was just like, okay, it it took forever. And the kittens united the whole group. It's it's really fascinating to watch the community come together as a group. Mm, And, And so I would say if you want a companion, start with a baby.
2: That's a good idea. That's a good tip. It makes sense too, because then he'll know that he's the boss still and all that stuff. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. I
2: can't believe you get to have a whole cat community. You're so lucky.
1: (laughs) 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 We're all feral here,
3: okay? None of us indoors. We're all peeing in corners. (laughs)
2: <laughs> um let's do one more before we go to break uh khalees what is a weird lie you've told weird lie a weird lie um a
3: weird lie hmm
2: i know that's a lot it's a
3: lot to ask I'm, I'm, I'm a, a bad liar lies, but i've had to yeah. i've had to like i've had to like catch myself in lies because Um, I'm I'm bad at a filter so it's kind of like um, I'm accidentally to TMI so a weird lie I've told about me I mean about about anything a weird lie I've told about myself
1: I've got a good one if you want to think for a second. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) So when I was like in elementary school, for some reason, like left and right, it was really hard for me to remember the difference. Like nobody gave me the like L thing. So I was being driven home from like a t-ball practice and I had to give this mom directions on how to get to the house. And I was I just kept guessing left or right. And oh I was God. I was right until, but I like that I was panicking because I was lying my whole way home and it was working. And then there was one turn that I told her to go right. She should have gone left, but it was like into a cul-de-sac. And so we like drove slowly through this cul-de-sac and she was like, which one of these is your house? And I was like, oh, well sometimes my mom just drives me through this cul-de-sac because I like these houses. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to my house and I was like I could never ride with that woman again she knows
2: she knows I thought you were going to be like it's that one you just get and out and then you just got out and walked home <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I'd
1: been like a year older I probably would have but I was I mean I was probably like five or six or, I was like really young I remember being like uh why are you asking for me for directions I don't know <laughs> but that was the day that I learned left from right I was like you gotta figure that you gotta remember this apparently <laughs> Apparently, this is important information that you've got to keep in your damn brain. <laughs> it's impressive that you got that far. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was shocked, too. I was like, oh, fuck, it's working.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I, I I, don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I really don't know. I'm looking around for inspiration. <laughs>
2: yeah. um, that's okay. That's good. I mean, yeah, I feel like any dumb ones i've told are yeah mostly from being a kid I, or just when you like i have a lie make up something for i have reason. a lie
3: mm-hmm. to protect myself from losing the cats i have like a lie in mind that i've built for myself oh Ooh. that's good. okay because that's good. i accidentally i didn't mean to get four cats i was gonna try to foster two of them and then everybody fell in love and then those like i told you the cats came together yeah. and i just i can't i can't see um ripping them apart at this point yeah um yeah so like, I was like, oh well, I'm. I was gonna just say I'm fostering two of the cats for somebody who um, passed away. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was. I was just gonna say that they're not mine. I was just gonna say two of the cats. Oh yeah,
2: mine. that's a good plan. Right. I've got also oh, same yeah. situation with my landlord where I, you know, he thought I had one, but I had two, and I was mm-hmm. just like, if anyone asks, I'm just gonna be like, yeah, I'm just taking care of this one for now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Foster, yeah.
0: quote unquote, is a great soften, definitely yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely was that fostering is a great soft end to get a pet you know it's just Mm -hmm. fostering
2: don't mind that their hair is literally in every inch of the house don't look at that they've only been here for a short time and then we'll only (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's fine i'll never see him (laughs) yeah you can't take you can't tear them up at that point if you fall in love with the cat like that's it you're they're
3: there no i and i'm moving in a couple weeks and i told him i said i have cats and a dog and he was like um i don't want to know about it and i was like please put in the lease he's like i don't care and i was like okay but i told him Mm -hmm. so i felt like because i was so scared i was so scared that it's there's so much insecurity right now home insecurity Mm -hmm. financial insecurity Mm -hmm. i was like i can't Mm -hmm. move into this place because i want to get her a a one bedroom you know i want i mean i'm Mm -hmm. sorry i want her to have a bedroom i'm in a one bedroom and i was so terrified we would get in there and then get evicted so.
2: Mm, right. Yeah, you can't be dealing with that. You need to know going in that they're okay with that. Yeah. yeah. This, this landlord don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he listens we got to a lot this to sleep out if he listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And I'm and we're here with you. <laughs> <Talia>.
0: She's here. <laughs> was, we're always putting laugh. our guests in such an awkward position. So like, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Yuffie's going off. Hold on, let me turn this. Ooh. Oh, the robot's under my bed. Fuck. Okay. That's fine. Mother <laughs> Rambo. Oh, no,
2: you can't get him out. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sorry, he'll come back over the the animals in my house. I have a a, a dog and a cat in here, and they both uh, they hate him. Uh, so it's, it's he's a, he's a third pet. He's like our problematic child. Is it a vacuum? You, yeah, yeah. It's oh, like a little, okay. it's like an, like an off brand Roomba. Um, it's called a Yuffie, and I put googly eyes on him. So now when he runs into a wall, it looks like he got <laughs> shell shocked. He's like, Ugh, <laughs> it's pretty fun. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. Um, Let's do Lady Problems. This is where we answer advice to listeners who've written in. If you have something you'd like to ask us, you can write to ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Lady. Lady Problems. Lady. Lady Lady
1: Problems. Lady
2: Problems do you have them lady problems do you have them people have them hi ladies thank you for keeping the podcast going during quarantine i've appreciated the balance of laughs with acknowledgement of the sad state of the world right now i've been working this whole time it's been scary at times So having a new episode of bright my wednesdays has been so welcome and appreciated I wanted to give you a little update before my current lady problem. I wrote in maybe two years ago about becoming a lady carpenter and was intimidated to join a new company due to working with men. I'm happy to share that since then I am now 28 and I've become a welder and was just initiated into my local plumber and pipe fitters union as an apprentice. I'm so happy with what I do. Men can still suck to work with, but I am the first woman to ever work in the fabrication shop I am working at. Well, that's fucking awesome. That's really cool. Hell yeah. Um, On to my problem. I have a lovely boyfriend who I adore. We're really into each other and see ourselves being together a while. Here's the problem. Before we met, he bought a three-story building with five different apartment units in it. It was his dream to have a communal living house where he would rent out units to his friends and everyone would coexist happily slash a community would occur. We've only been dating a year, but I've regularly been a part of his life slash this house for two. He has one tenant in particular that I have so much anxiety around, to the extent that I dread running into them and feel regularly upset by the fact that I have to continue to have this person in my life. I plan on moving in with my boyfriend within the next couple of months, and I'm really excited for this next step in our relationship. But good God, I cannot get over this tenant and the effect that this person seems to have on my mental health." Since the moment I met them, I never really felt calm around them. Initially, I thought that I was just jealous of them because my boyfriend and they were friends and this person seemed characteristic and funny. Uh, Also, they use they them pronouns. As time has passed, and I feel way more secure in my relationship, I realize this isn't jealousy at all. Rather, this person is just not good for me to be around and I feel triggered by their demeanor slash personality. I went out of my way to befriend them, thinking that this would help my anxiety and we have had periods where we were really close, but then suddenly that stops out of nowhere and I feel ghosted slash shut out of their life. I got dragged into some drama by them during quarantine. I just wish I could have them out of my life. I normally just remove the things that cause me anxiety, but I don't have a choice with them. I'm ashamed to admit this, but I've cried so many times over interactions with this person. What can I do? My boyfriend knows that I have some sort of conflict with this person and respects my needs to limit interactions with them, but he doesn't know the full extent of it and how seriously they affect my mental health. How can I make this any easier on me? Do I just avoid them forever? I've tried talking to them about it, and although some sort of resolution is reached, I still don't feel at peace." Also, is it an insane ass to ask my boyfriend to ask them to move? I never planned on doing that anyway, so I'd have to just get used to it. I'm not sure what that last sentence means. Sorry. Um, yeah. But okay. anyway, so this... Yeah, I mean, this is tough. That's really tough.
3: That's really, really mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. Because they were there first before yeah. she moved mm-hmm. in. And... I mean, there's no details about why, why the discomfort is there. It can't just be a gut feeling. I would imagine there has to be more than just Behavior. a gut feeling.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's and like this,
3: something has happened. This, this mysterious drama thing that happened was probably very traumatic. So so it, the boyfriend's the landlord?
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. he owns the house. Mm-hmm. It has five different apartment units in it. So, Or he owns a three-story building, I should say. With five different apartments, so it looks like they occupy one of the apartments.
1: Yeah, and they must be friends too. I would assume the boyfriend and, and this person are friends. They are.
2: Well, they said like. they yeah. are. Yeah. And I thought at yeah. first they
3: were jealous. So this person has gone through all. Um, she's gone through all of these stages of trying to put the blame on herself. She's already gone mm-hmm. through that, and mm-hmm. she seems to very like to be a very like you know she's trying. She's putting mm-hmm. in a lot of effort to make it work. Yeah. And she has this gut feeling that this person is making, giving her all this anxiety and bad for her mental health. So when she says that, though, like, how, how old is this person? Because when people say uh, she says So she, she, the right, the person who wrote in is 28. Right. So 28, that's young to me. And mm-hmm. I go, when you say somebody else is bad for my mental health, I, I, I don't know when a 28-year-old says that, if that's, like, that's that new thing that you get to have when you're younger where somebody else is bad for you versus you got to deal with it or if it's serious danger, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can't tell sometimes because I get that like if if you do, if you just don't feel comfortable or safe around somebody, you need to be away from them. That is so hard.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like regardless, okay, first of all, I think she definitely needs to tell the boyfriend the full extent of this. Like yeah. yes. for no for sure. Like yes. he's your boyfriend, you're going to have communication issues if he doesn't really understand what's going mm-hmm. on so I think you have to do that yeah. I also think like when you have some bullshit in your living
3: situation
0: that permeates Oof. every aspect yep. of your life yes it is a yes. cancer yes. in your life so yeah. I almost think this is and I think you know Khalees is right like that person was there first I'm almost like I feel like you should maybe consider not moving there for now yes
3: good that's the yeah. one she hasn't moved there yeah. yet I missed that
0: right yeah she can't yeah, move yeah, there yeah, yeah she just can't move yeah. there. So yeah. if he
3: owns this complex, he can move somewhere else with her and he can do this remotely. That's
0: true. That is true. Mm-hmm. That's a good mm-hmm. point. Yeah.
3: You yeah. can't be yeah. there. I, I definitely no. have – I didn't have a situation with a person, but I had a situation when I was in Hollywood with the building management where it was just not a one person. It was just an aggressive, useless management company that was just so hostile every time I needed something that I was so upset and miserable all the time. Like I remember – it rained and there was a hole in my thing from them cutting it out, and they just left it like that for months. And then yeah. there was mold in the bathroom, and then they had the HVAC with it coming out, and it was just, it was forever. And they just didn't care. And it was so hostile. It was such a hostile environment um, that no, she cannot move in there. I, I mean, like, I mean, obviously, she's going to make her own decision. But yes, you're right. She can't move in there, and he needs to move with her to somewhere else where she feels. Yeah. Because you're not going to yeah. be able to avoid this person.
2: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like this is just one of those like oil and water people where you just can't be around each other and it's just Mm -hmm. too toxic to deal with. So I think, yeah, like Tess said, number one, tell him the full extent of what's going on and then just... I, I, it sucks. I mean, obviously, you want to be able to live with your boyfriend. It's hard for him, too, because he wants this community thing with all of his friends, so he's not going to want to move anywhere else, I don't oh, think. right. I forgot about the community aspect. Yeah. 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 So he's he's not looking to just own it as, like, a you know someone who owns it. He wants to be a part of this place with other people. Yeah, but that's what moving in with your
0: significant other is. I mean, I lived in a fucking badass hippie commune in the Hollywood Hills before I moved in with Sean. I had to give that up when I shacked up with him. He yeah. had to give up a right, place at the right. pool.
3: I mean... There you go. Mm -hmm. There you you go. And he can always visit.
0: Exactly. He can go as a friend. I mean, if these are his friends, he can go without you. Like nights he wants to hang out with this person when you guys are having separate time. Uh, I think there's ways for him to continue to be a part of this community if that's what he
3: wants. But it's it's building, right? And it was his dream to have this complex.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm
3: so weird. But do you,
2: is there, you guys don't think that there's anything to him asking the person to move out? I mean, I know that's really aggressive and I wouldn't want to put that on somebody. The reason why I
3: would say no to that is because I know I have been mischaracterized before and I haven't met this person that that she's talking about. Mm -hmm. And so if for some reason the effect that person's having on her is just an internal thing that she can't Mm -hmm. deal with, Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't want to just say to her, yeah, get that person kicked out when I don't know Mm -hmm. why They're triggering. Yeah. I don't know if it's a, um, if there's a a safety issue or if there's just a unresolved issue in you, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like there could Mm -hmm. be some unresolved issues within her. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that that's that, but I couldn't just give you the advice to get somebody kicked out when I don't know who they are.
2: Yeah. No, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Whereas I think if the boyfriend knows
0: that this person is the issue, then at least they will know to like not encourage them to stay like at least on a friend level like maybe Mm. that's gonna you know there's gonna be or to
2: i think yeah keep an eye out for those issues and if it's something that yeah makes it it makes them an issue to live there i mean it doesn't sound like it because they've lived there for a while and it's been okay so so that person hasn't been an issue for anybody else in the complex Mm
3: -hmm. so that's that's yeah you know that's the
1: yeah this or that side you know
3: yeah Yeah.
0: but yeah Yeah. you don't go there don't go there it's not worth it it's gonna i think it'd be bad for your relationship and your own you're already acknowledging that it's affecting your mental health so like yeah yeah i think that's a no-go for you and
3: and all your reality is within all your reality is inside of your own mind and if in your reality you don't feel safe you're never going to feel safe that's Mm -hmm. not going to change
2: no Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you definitely can't be around obviously around this person i mean i can't imagine living in the same complex with them worried you're gonna run into them in the hallway every day like no (laughs)
0: yeah no yeah no and maybe it's not time to move in with your boyfriend yet i mean if you're able to financially keep your own place maybe he just comes and stays at your house a lot you know i mean you guys have been Mm -hmm. together for a year that's not necessarily like an urgent time to move in together. It's
1: something can...
3: I don't have all these details. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a little <laughs> <You're> premature.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that a year, especially if you're like kind of whatever about the living situation.
3: I mean, I like you to can, jump right can... into things myself. So I, I get it. But
1: yeah. Yeah. I would also like, I mean,
3: maybe you're just trying to keep details.
1: So this is like, you know, you kept the email vague just for longevity or something. But like, if you don't have like if you can't to yourself say what those specific things are, like you need to figure out on your end like what is it exactly? What is it that they're saying? What is it about the tone? What is it about the way they're being treated? It can't just be like if you're if you're going to like have this conversation cuz also it will it, it will help you be able to communicate with your boyfriend like what is going on. If you were like these these are specific examples. These are specific things that really bother me about this.
2: Yeah, I think so. So you can bring that to him without, you know, it being too vague or anything. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, yeah, I can't, I don't think you can ask them to move out at all, right? I mean, especially. No,
3: no. I mean. Oh, right.
2: And it's a pandemic. Yeah, and this especially is this place, it's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. Yeah. And, no, you know, like.
1: Mm-mm. That's not. Also, as, like, as a landlord, that, like, literally might be illegal. Like, I don't really know, but it feels like, <laughs>
2: Right. you know. <laughs> yeah. And they're non binary and, like, you know, just yeah. in a, in a, um, Group of people that could be, you know, who knows yeah. if they would have a hard time finding other housing or something like that. But mm-hmm. also, so, they're in a place yeah. that they're safe in. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what I mean. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They feel you, safe. You know,
3: there. they're in their own mm-hmm. community of friends. That is, mm-hmm. I would say the ownership is theirs. Mm-hmm. And 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 yeah. I and I hate to say like you don't get to be safe. I just go, and when you weigh it out, you know, yeah. let let the person who feels safe there feel, have the safety there.
0: mm Hmm. Well, there might be some legal issues too. I mean, you can't yeah. really yeah. just evict someone because yeah. without cause. Right.
2: Yeah,
1: ex- exactly. And and for good reason. And and thankfully that is the case. <laughs> yeah. You know.
2: um, yeah, I mean, I guess in my head, if it was down to that, I would be like talking to them about that's it. But true. obviously that's true. they're not going to want to. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they're yeah. going to want to up and leave. Obviously. I mean, <laughs> I also kind of feel
1: like dating for a year even asking that as like that would feel like a red flag to me if i was like the boyfriend and they were like um i'm asking for this major change in like your friend group and we've been dating for like a that 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 to me would like kind of give me pause i think to be like you want me to kick you want me to like lose a friend that i've known for much longer than i've known you um Mm -hmm. you know what i mean
3: very good point
1: yeah, like that would, you know, which doesn't mean that you can't have the conversation that's like, look, I, you know, these are all the reasons that I feel unsafe and I don't, I can't be around this person. And, you know, maybe figure like, you know, what is the way to to avoid that? But, like, a- asking, like, you know, you, you, for all the reasons we said, you can't ask him to, to kick the out. I mean, she yeah.
2: says in, she says in it, like, I don't plan on asking yeah, him I to yeah. do that. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of it would, a last resort. Yeah, yeah. So that's I, true. yeah.
0: All of I that said, if again, that. without having the details, if you are in a situation where this person is making you feel unsafe, then I'm going to completely reverse my position and be like, get this guy the fuck out of there. Or the, I'm sorry, get this person get the fuck out of there. You know, like yeah. mm-hmm. if, yeah. if if this person is making you feel if, if they're legitimately threatening your safety, fuck yeah. them. Fuck them. So I think it's important yeah. to define like what's going on.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But she said anxiety, though. She did. She said like. Mm-hmm. it was mostly yeah manlings. it didn't sound like it was like it doesn't sound like it was unsafe because it's like yeah, inc- make an incident mm-hmm. she said drama she said yeah it's like anxiety it says, drama it sounds right. like it's
2: just they're really not they just really are not two people who who get along want to be around each other or get along that's it mm-hmm. sounds like that's what it is yeah yeah, yeah. and that happens yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, i'm sorry i mean it sounds like a huge pain in the ass thing to deal with so it's really tough but, yeah, don't get put yourself into that situation more by having to see no. them all the yeah. time. Oh,
0: my
1: God. And, and I'll say this. Make sure that, like, it, you and your boyfriend, your time is not just always hanging out at the apartment complex. Like, make sure you guys are going mm-hmm. out and doing stuff. Like, you're not well, just. Well, there's not. Well, I mean, yeah. duh. Never, I say that. <laughs> I say that in the world we live in. Um, but even, you know, I don't know, going to parks and stuff. Just there's a way just, to like, be creative in... about it. <laughs> yes yeah don't just yeah. hang out just in his apartment where this person could pop in or like it's a part like your relationship still needs to be just the two of you in your relationship and your relationship does not involve anybody outside of that relationship unless it's like a night that you're hanging out with friends too
0: mm-hmm. and
1: just make sure like those boundaries are very strong and that might maybe give you like the make you feel like even more secure in, in whatever is going on and might might lessen some of those issues too maybe
2: yeah Good yeah. luck. I mean, and also fucking congrats on everything going on with your career. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 Yes. You're so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> yeah. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> First woman to ever work in the fabrication shop. She's working at. That's like, so, cool. so cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, congrats, and yeah, let us know how it goes, and we appreciate you know you writing in. Yeah. And
0: Khalees, where can everybody find you on the internet? Where they where can they buy your album? Um, it's Khalees Hawkins,
3: it's forty eight F and that's on all the platforms that you can that you listen to music on or that you listen to anything on that you listen on podcasts on, I guess. I actually I don't really know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Go buy it. It's a beautiful I love the cover. It's very yeah, really cool. It's gorgeous. Cover. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, Thank you. I just
3: wanted to show how sloppy and how unsure I am and how... <laughs> <laughs> real. We're
2: It's real, baby. Yeah, it's working um, for you. <laughs> if you're a Patreon member, we'll be over at the Top Secret Session. If you want to learn more about that, go to patreon.com slash lady to lady. And also, we'll see you on our Zoom show on the 4th. If you haven't bought tickets, go grab those right now. And we're going to go do that with Khalees. Okay. Bye. 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 Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more go to patreon.com/ladytolady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com/ladytolady.
0: And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at ladytoladycomedy. Join our Facebook group Lady to Lady Podcasts to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website ladytoladycomedy.com for show notes, videos, and merch. And
1: duh, follow our individual accounts, Bab's Gray, Brandazzle and Testify Marker for jokes and info, and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our PO box is 412 794 Los Angeles, California 90041. And please leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like mm-hmm. us. We love you. We love bye you. Bye. Bye.